Little slice of peacocks in your pocket. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to episode four of the Wordsworth Weekly. This is the Taunton Town official podcast. I'm Rich Wilcox-Smith. Uh, alongside me tonight, we have my co-commentator, John Ree. Say hello, John. Hello, John. Uh, we have uh, one of our analysts who, in theory, should have been on morphine today or, you know, should have been high as a kite after his operation, but unfortunately been postponed. Adam White. Say hello, Adam. Hello. How do you know I'm not high as a kite? I don't, to be fair, but we... <laughs> you being <laughs> on a drip and on morphine would have been much more fun, I must admit. Yeah, yeah. I'm all good, though. Good, good. And lastly, but not least, we have our head of social media. It's uh, Maxwell Fournier. Hi, how are we? How are we? So enthusiastic. Max is buzzing to be here, clearly. Yeah, I, I love being here. I'm I'm having a great time in the candy floss from last night. Yeah, you're just getting buzzed, right? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be up all night. I'm going to tidy everything. It'll be higher off that candy floss than Adam should have been off his surgery. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's cheaper for the NHS. Just buy loads of candy floss. That's when you run as first, it would run out. <laughs> Just get you crashing on sugar. Lovely. So yeah. then, boys, how's it been? Been interesting. Been a strange week. Boring weekend. Nothing. Yeah, weekend wasn't. Weekend was good for me because I wasn't even supposed to be at the game, and then the game got cancelled. So I didn't miss it. It was nice. Were we all a bit disappointed, or did we see it coming? We saw it coming, didn't we? It was it's gonna be difficult to get that on. I think it, to even have the game like looking like it might have been on, like is is an achievement in itself, to be fair. Like the amount of rain we had over that forty eight hour period just well, ridiculous. Because wasn't it Storm Kieran? It was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause I know down by us we had a hell of a lot of rain. And considering what the Wordsworth Drive, or should I say, the Somerset Campervan Company Stadium pitch is now like. What's um, name? A bit of a mouthful, that name, isn't it? I struggled last night, I'm not going to lie. We'll get you, sir. Well, they just call it the SCC or something like that. Why don't I think of that? Um, I thought we <laughs> need Adam's genius. I've said, I've, said this, I've said this so many times this season, Adam, you're wasted as an analyst. Thanks, boys. That means a lot, you know? That you're means wasted as an analyst. I'm just wasted. Yeah, you should have been. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, Adam, how many cans have you been on before recording this? I can confirm. I'm drinking orange and mango squash. Can confirm? Can, can oh, orange and mango. Look at you, yeah, Oshie. That's the drink of a married man, right there. That you is. Tell you what, that is. You can tell who's man, got choice. You are the married men here, to be honest with you. I'm on a Yorkshire tea. Adam's on a squash, whilst yeah. both the youngsters here are on the alcohol. Hell yeah. Aye, aye. You, and you say youngsters. I'm not that much younger than you, Richard. I'm the only youngster I'm here. pretty let's, sure let's you're older I'm the oldest here. Yeah, Richard's the granddad of the group. How old mm. are you, Adam? Uh, 31. Yeah, I, th- I think we've just discussed this, that I'm like a couple of months older than you, because I'm April. Yeah, I'm July. Yeah. I'm, I'm 20. Yeah, same. 
I would say nobody puts baby in corner, but he's done it to himself. So but to be fair, he is in the corner of my screen. So yeah, technically he is in the corner. Yeah, of course we're in the corner of your screen. There's four of us. Oh, I can make it. That's how four cameras work, Rich. I can make it just me if you want. Uh, you're not recording a podcast where you're just talking to a wall. So, John, what did you think of last week's game? Well, John, I think it was fantastic. This last is getting cut. Last week's game was. <laughs> yep. Somehow. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, boys, should we? Obviously, Saturday was a bit disappointing, but you two, Max and Adam, you are supposed to be looking forward to your commentary debut. Yeah, I really was. I um, I I was really excited for Saturday, and then once I saw that there was a, a sense of optimism that the game was going to be on, I was um pretty gutted when the game was off. To be fair, a bit more than normal because uh, yeah, I was debut on the airways. I was half in charge of Peacock's radio for the day. I was I was looking forward to it. Adam Motson was well prepared. Adam Motson, I had the sheepskin out and everything. I was ready to go. I went down to the ground Friday because I was doing some filming with the um, with the lads from Quantox uh, Brewery, and the pitch looked fantastic. I, I was so confident that game was to be on because the pitch, it, after all the rain, it, it was still looking like a carpet in terms of a Taunton pitch, of course. Um, but yeah, it was great. And then got measured Saturday, it was off. I thought, well, what the hell's happened between yesterday when it was great and now? Turns out 13 mil of rain overnight. Yeah, I saw that, that video. Absolutely killed it. In a video Kev yeah. sent to a group um, of the it's amount of rain that's being drained off a pitch was mental. It's just like a water feature, wasn't it? It was just like, just the amount of, yeah, yeah. like you said, the amount of water that was coming off. If you can remember the old ground force sort of thing, you know, I can imagine uh, Kev being a bit of like Tommy Walsh and Charlie Dimmick <laughs> in a water feature. Who's Charlie Dimmick? Yeah. Who's Charlie Dimmick? Oh, we're going to put Carlos as Charlie Dimmick. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is a ge- generation gap that's uh, clearly showing oh, because I grow have up, no Max. clue what you're on about. Oh. Grow up. I've been doing that for 20 years now. We were watching Brown Force and you were watching bloody Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. I don't actually know what that is either, mate. I can't, I can't lie to you. Yeah, I'm that old. I don't know who that, like, that is. John, please. You know, the sweet life is Zach and Cody. Oh, John's on mute. I deal, yeah. Cheers, mate. Good chat. Yeah, I deal, yeah. Hey, right, John. John, how's it going? John, all right? How's it going? You're on, you're, you're on mute, bud. There we go. That's better. There yeah, he the, is. The tech, the tech guy of Peacock's radio. No, I was podcast again, boy. No, I was again. playing football manager. Of course you were. <laughs> oh, to be fair, I've got football manager on the other screen right now. I've got the talking town safe. So, um, yeah. So, obviously, the game was called off early doors on Saturday. So what did everyone else get up to then on Saturday? I was already not going to be at the game. So I was already in Birmingham having a fun time at a gig, watching a band and having alcoholic beverages. So didn't really affect me at all that the game wasn't on. I went to a uh, different game. You went to Bridgie, Max, didn't you? I went to Salt Ash versus Bridgewater. Yeah. At Salt Ash? At Salt Ash. How was that? It's all right. Uh, you know, my dad's the uh, secretary at Bridgewater, so I thought I'd give him some company. They didn't Salt Ash get a bit of a drop in? I wouldn't say that. What was the score? It was 2-1 two, two to Bridgewater in the end. Oh, I'm thinking of a completely different result. Probably. The thing yeah. I mean with Bridgewater was, is, um, you know, they, they were pretty poor. You know, I've, I've seen them before this season. They were poor against Salt Ash. Um, but from, from their standards, but they still... 
won pretty comprehensively in the end. Is that second v third? No, so I like sixteenth. Christ, I'm, I'm, I'm. You're I'm well pro- out of it. Yeah, are you, are you sure planet. you're not on your post post op? Yeah, thing? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Never mind. He's gone back and asked for more feeding. Had the surgery. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Getting it injected straight into his veins. Anyway, I went to watch a game in North Devon. Um, I went What's to watch Apple. Apple- I, I, I went to watch Appledore, Yeah. Um, it was alright. wasn't that great. We weren't Taunton, but it was. Their pitch was actually in fantastic condition, considering considering the weather. So fair play to them. Fair play for getting it on at that level. Absolutely. And Richard, how was uh, counting paint? Fantastic. Doing your stock checks at work. Yeah, I bet that's I bet that's emotional, isn't it? What's worse yeah. than watching paint dry? Counting paint. Literally, emotion paint. Right. Oh. Very good. That's, that's getting oh. cut. <laughs> oh, boys. That, boys, we're stacking this. <sighs> Saturday talked about that. Obviously not going to take very long. But we have had a game since then, last we night, have. where we won a penalty shootout. That was exciting, wasn't it? Um, well, only, only real bit of excitement for the whole game. So... <laughs> No, that's not true, surely. We scored two. We scored, we scored but uh, I'll, I'll take the lead from this one. But basically, we made a Western League side who are two leagues below us look three, sorry, three leagues? Southern yeah, Western League's three league, yeah, yeah. Three leagues, it is three leagues. Worse. <laughs> we, we made them look good. Um, they They matched us for... A good portion of the game last night, and they had a good a few opportunities that they could have scored from, and one that was offside as well. So they looked more likely to actually win the game than we did. In a way, I kind of felt sorry for them because losing on a penalty shootout isn't the way to lose a cup game. What did you think, Matt? I think yeah, you, you've hit nail on the head there. We made a a team that's not even near the top of the Western League look pretty good. If you had taken out, if you had shown that game to complete neutral and said, "Yeah, this is Taunton Town in the Van Arma South," I think you would have been able to not not be able to tell the difference just because we made them look that good. It was good, however, to obviously because you haven't had a game in what ten days. It was good to get the full team minutes. You know, Dan Ball started. Um, Mal you look good, came, to be fair. Dan Ball um, looked solid. Mal came off the bench and obviously got the got the um, second goal. Um, good to see him. It's good to see him back playing. Um, but I'm guessing as well the other bit of news from last week is uh, Day since Burgess leaving the club on loan to Swindon Supermarine. Three um, goals and two. Three goals and two. But obviously, Mal's come in and, in a way, is he a replacement? See, it really annoyed me because I had my prediction of Dave Sims Burgess' last-minute winner to make it 5-4 or whatever it was. Oh, for the Thumber game. The Thumber game. Next day, oh, we've got rid of him to Swindon for a month. Now, now I can't get it right. What's... <laughs> Bit rude. Give us full warning next time. 
but yeah, he did. Sims Burgess got two last night. Yeah, yeah two last two, night against Fernham and League Chesham. Good result for them. Fantastic result for uh, Seabury. They've been struggling really since the start of the season. They lost their two goal scorers in the summer in James Harding and Harry Williams. Williams going Gloucester and Harding going off to Salisbury, where they're doing pretty well in the league as well. He's continued to score goals. And they've not replaced either of them. And now by the looks of it, uh, since Burgess is that guy for, for a month at least, hopefully it is only that month. I can kind of see why the club did let him go though, in all honesty, because if you now count that Mal's back, would you say that it's what, five strikers? Off the top of my head, it's five strikers to choose from? We've got three out and out, I would say, in Nick. Nat and Mal, we've got Ross Stern who's playing playing that role. Um, so f- three or four, yeah, we've got three or four strikers in the squad. Is Simsy going to get those minutes consistently but he needs to get the fitness and the confidence back after uh, his injury? Probably not with the people that are ahead of him. So go Swindon, go a month, play four or five games, get four or five goals, it'll bring the confidence right back up, hopefully, because when he does come back to us, he can really put himself in contention to fight back into the team. Would he have been your first choice of all the strikers that we've got to be the one to go out on loan? What, DSB? Yeah. No comment. I want to be careful with what I say, but I think there's one, one striker that I would have preferred to have gone out on loan. Because I know we've got uh, Jarv out front as well as Linton and Makuti, who isn't going to be playing a full 90. He hasn't got the legs anymore. Would Do you see that coming back to potentially bite us? Letting him go on loan? Adam? Um, I, I I don't know. There's there's a it's reason. Hypothetical. But, yeah, there, there's a. You can't worry about something that might happen, might not happen. There's there's a reason behind it. Obviously, obviously, maybe we're not. We don't know about whatever. Um, can only can only work with what you've got. I guess. I I agree with Max. I think I think if Dave goes away for a month and. Scores a few goals and comes back full of confidence. It's only going to be a good thing. I think the thing is as well as a striker, you you want to be out regardless. You want to be out getting goal, getting goals, whatever division you're playing in, don't you? That. Yeah, absolutely. I think no matter what team you play for, what level you play at, you want to be on the pitch. If you're a striker, you want to be on the pitch scoring goals. If you're a defender, you want to be on the pitch scoring, uh, keeping clean sheets and scoring goals. Um, yeah, I. I would short-term loan might benefit both parties. Who knows? So let's see what happens. He's not going to benefit from sitting on our bench, is he? That's not going to do any good. Playing the odd caught an hour, 20 minutes here and there. He needs to be out. He needs to be out playing 90 minutes, getting a few goals, getting the conference. As I said, it'll benefit him massively. Okay, so that's enough of DSB. 
going back to last night, yeah, should Taunton have won? No, doesn't matter. Doesn't no. matter. Doesn't doesn't matter. And doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it doesn't matter. Is the question I'm asking. I think Street deserved more out of that game. If, if I honest. think but the way they come, they they came to Vanarama South Side, and they battled us really well. They played good football, and they yeah. made us work. I, I think know. with how you guys are speaking about it. Sorry, with how you guys are speaking about it. Obviously, I wasn't there, but the overriding thing I hear is that we look at it from the Taunton perspective and we say, we made them look good. I, I feel like that's a little bit high and mighty because we're then discounting them as a good team, which is not true. They they play in whatever league they play in, the Western League. Um, they're doing however well they're doing. But all of a sudden, they've come on a Tuesday night under light to, to big old boys Taunton who have put out a strong team that's naturally going to give you five, ten percent more. Mm. And if if we've got a team that potentially are like, I think Rich, you said in commentary yesterday, like that's the Somerset Premier Cup is not our priority. No, it's not our bread and like, butter. No, exactly. Definitely. So if if there's a little bit of subconscious, like this isn't our priority, I'm looking forward to Saturday. I don't want to get injured and, and things like that. The most important thing you need to do on Tuesday is just get through it. Just get through it. Make sure your name is in a hat for the draw, whenever the draw is. Um, if you get through 4-0, if you scrape a one or if you win on pens, whatever, just get through it. Like I said on commentary last night, um, it's a competition that I really could not care, care less about. I, Yeah, I know it's a bit of silverware at the end of the year. And if you get to the final, it's great. And if you're in the final, you want to win it. However, I just see the, the County Cup competition as a, a, a really a little bit of a waste of space. I know we've got to answer it because obviously it's all to do with like being in FA competitions and stuff like that. But oh, you, you could you could tell that it's not a massive interest to supporters as well last night because the gate was only uh, two hundred nine seven. What was it? Yeah, I thought it was two nine seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, yeah. You, you know, looking at it from a positive point of view, no player got injured last night. Um, everyone got minutes that needed to get minutes. Um, yeah, we're through. We scored two goals. Yeah, that's a that's something. We scored two goals as well, and and for Mal, that's two and three. Well, you'd say two and two and a half because half of the Avery game he wasn't very well. Right, when when Mal come on, he looked sharp. Yeah. He looked really lively, really energetic. He looks like what we've been missing up front. Guys. Yeah, I um I read the report on the supporters page today and um Dave, who does the report, I mean, he was obviously really passionate about that competition. Um he singled out quite a few positives, which was which was quite nice as well to hear. I mean, it sounds so cliche, but you can you can only beat the team in front of you. Um yeah. and Again, without sounding high and mighty and look at us with big old Taunton, that's probably like Street's biggest game of the year so far, maybe all year. Um, it might be some of the lads that have, have not played a team like that before. I can guarantee their manager has said to them, like pre-match, whatever happens tonight, 
doesn't really matter. It's a free hit. Do you know what I mean? Go and try and see if you can cause a shock. Um, and if you don't, who cares? Because they're supposed to beat us. And one of those things where they probably thought we fancy this a little bit and they've gone after him. I am. Um, yeah. Uh, Mouse come in, scored two goals, uh, scored a goal. The team scored two goals, not played our best, but not lost. I mean, it's a little bit of momentum into Saturday as well, which is which is happy days. We've having we've having a bit of a gap between um, our last fixture. What was the last fixture? Chelmsford. Chelmsford. Yeah. Yeah. So we haven't played for another ten days, like we did, like we did when we played. We played Dover, and then we went to um, before that, didn't we? We we, we sort of said we were going to have a bit of a slow start. We've got a competition here where we can sort of give minutes to players that are coming back into the team. Rest a few legs, get get minutes under the belt and prep for Saturday. I um, yeah, I see that being a good thing. Talking of good things, Richard, you want to explain what we were doing last night? Steady, steady, <laughs> steady. <laughs> are we going to get taken off there? <laughs> it's the podcast. I just put it as expletive content. Yeah, it's PG. It's PG. Um. Basically, last night was an unplanned um, commentary game for Peacock's radio. Um, so, um, thanks very much, obviously, to Media Man Max for sorting out the equipment. Basically, last night, Peacock's radio used a brand new mixing desk and two new microphones. Um, give, we'll give, get Max to plug his business, obviously, for... Uh, for helping with that one but yeah. yeah last night we uh two microphones and um from what i gathered from feedback on the chat and everything else that goes live when we're um at games feedback ha- sounded good um it sounded really professional for the first time this year john <laughs> one comment the sound like the we're on the bbc well there we go then we had we had one of those it was that good quality adam you listened to it what did you I think i did I so I'll can, start you, with you can be honest with yeah, yeah. take offense to it. That's fine. I'll um I'll start with I, I actually think that the equipment that you have and the the product you produce is is not bad by any I actually think it's really good. Like it's but last night but last night was definitely a um like an upgrade in um like clarity in like what you could what you could hear and the definition in terms of like I could hear the referee's whistle I could hear like what people on the uh, in the stands next to you were saying like it was it was picking up so clear so when the mic is then close to your face the like when I I had my headphones on it genuinely had gives you that sense of immersion that you're right there um it was it was re- it was really good really it, it you could just tell that the the equipment that you're using was of that higher standard again um so again, big shout out to uh, Maxwell Fournier, Mustache Max. But for me, what what I how I look at it is now the equipment matches the input from you two. Yeah, right. We've you've not got really great effort going into you know crappy little Amazon headset headphones. Yeah, you know, you've got great effort with great equipment. So now hopefully we can take what is already a great product. And elevate it even further, because what YouTube been able to produce with the equipment you've had uh, is fantastic. Because you've had 
absolutely rubbish equipment for the last you know, season, season and a half. And that's not a slight on you two. I, I know what the budget's 50p and a, ma- and a Mars bar. You know, we've not, we've bar. not had the equipment. Wait, you guys get a Mars bar? <laughs> you guys get paid Mars bar? What? You get paid 50p and a Mars bar? I know, I don't get it. Both is mental. Um, but oh, the budget's oh, been wait. so low, but the quality's been so high for what you two have been putting out. And like you two just kind of mentioned in passing, but like, oh yeah, we might be looking for some new microphones. Like the next day, I'd ordered them and sorted a mixing desk out because well, I just I, I I knew people who were getting rid of some stuff. I was like, right, sorted. Let, let's let's do this. Let's do it properly. Because I've, I've I've said all along, if we've got problems at this government media, I will sort it. It yeah, wasn't even like we were asking for it. It was just a passing comment when I was like. Well, if we do get sponsorship, this is what the money would go towards, upgrading equipment and software. And then they go, oh, well, what equipment do you need? I'm like, well, I want a mixing desk and microphones. And and then all of a sudden, Max goes, yeah, got it. So it all just depends now on the away grounds we go to, because we know we can get it to work at the SSC, or CCS, or whatever it is. The, the SCC. New SCC. SCC. We know we can get it to work at home. But if we end up going to, like, say, Dover away in the third round of the FA Trophy, it's Stop not going to work because it needs to be plugged in. <laughs> that, that was going to be my question. Do you need Do you need to plug it into an actual socket? It needs a power outlet for it to work, yes. Yeah, so I think that, that's going to be mitigated pretty easily because I, I can just send a message off to social media guys from the other clubs and go like, hey, yo, do you have a, a socket we can use? Max, you are literally just the king, aren't you? You're just, <laughs> I've, you're I've, just... I have I have sent a message off to the guys at Hemel right now already. Just and I'm just waiting Max on a response. So, you know, all... He's throwing a plug we can use for a wing. Not all heroes wear capes, but our hero has, has a moustache. Oh, go away. <laughs> With great mustache becomes great responsibility. I think you, you're not going to be crying at the end of November. I might get rid of this. You're not getting rid of it. No, we'll just get a pen and draw it back on. <laughs> I'll get rid of it. When you fall asleep, oh, it's not, not, not my choice. Do a, we'll go to do a Carlos and draw on the back of your head. Yeah. We'll, we'll tattoo it to your top lip. <laughs> but, no, but no, well done, Max. Thanks, Max. It's really good. Do you want to give your business a bit of a plug? Yeah, absolutely. Right, always happy to. <laughs> so um, my business we've is we've got uh, the stuff now. We don't need to plug it. But Osiris Computers were based uh, in Devon, so not quite Somerset, but close enough. We're slightly less um... steady. Yep, steady. Yeah. So based in Devon, we sell custom gaming computers and you know, other sort of gaming solutions and uh, computer solutions for businesses. So if you are looking for some stuff, give me a shout. And yeah, I'm more than happy to help Peacock's radio, and they're going to read whatever I give them uh, within reason yeah. until someone else comes in as sponsors. We'll have to make sense a few of the words. Let's go. Is that Tuesday and yesterday covered? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Move on to Saturday coming. Yeah. Saturday coming, where we are away to Hemel Hempstead. We're going on to Vauxhall Road. Bus. So on the bus, on the boys. The Taunton bus is coming. <laughs> Someone oh, isn't going. Yeah, yeah I, okay, okay. I knew you'd mention it. I knew you'd mention it. This is the first game I'm missing, and hopefully last. 
Actually, wait, no, I'm going to Prague in February. <laughs> but no, I'm, I am missing this game. I've got a uh, an awards dinner with work that I've got to go to. I have to go to a nice manor and get a free two-course meal. Sorry, guys. Plank. It has to be done. Priorities that, Max. The corporate Priorities. life, Max. The corporate know, life. The other side live. Hey, if you're offered a free two-course meal and you know a fancy manor near Exmouth, you're going to take it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Army Army is a member down on Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll steal all the four portions. We'll just share it between three of us. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might miss KFC, <laughs> but I am getting white chocolate creme brulee from a former Michelin star chef. Nah, KFC okay, changed the chips, it. mate. You're all lost. Are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> no, I'll, go, I'll go KFC on the way home. Anyway. KFC crush him. There you go. Sorted. Balanced out. <laughs> Hemel Hempstead. Anyone know how Six- they're doing in the league? 16th in the league. They lost no, on Monday night. Sorry, I'm looking at the form table. They're yeah, 16th in the form 16th table. In the form table. They um lost to surprise package of the league so far, Avely on Monday night. Yeah, but everyone losing to Avely. Shout out to Avely. They are flying, aren't they? Um it's a freezy pitch, guys. What do we think about that? Not Don't really a shock, like- is it? I don't like a 3G. I don't like him. I think I'd like it if Taunton had one. I understand. Because because we don't have one. Because we don't have one, I'm not a fan. As a revenue-making tool, 3G pitches are fantastic. You know, for the whole community aspect, use it seven nights a week, you know, get the youth team on it, get a ladies team on it, this, that and the other. It is fantastic for that aspect. However, when you're playing on one, when you've not got one, it's horrible. Especially when you go to some grounds which haven't got the best 3G and the you know, bounce is a bit unpredictable and this might be other. Like, like, as we say in Avery, they know how to play that pitch so well. Mm. And you'll tell a lot of clubs don't want, will not know how to play that pitch for the first season. Rich, have you... Sorry, have you been to Hemel? Did you go last year? No, I didn't, mate. No, this, no, is, this, this... is my first visit. Yeah, and mine, obviously. I um, it it looks like a really nice ground, um, proper oh. like a proper old school non-league ground. It's it look it looks like a good setup there. They um, I'm just looking through their results now. They, <laughs> if we're a betting man, by the way, bet on a score draw Saturday. <laughs> Come back, to, come back to this. Come back to this. Uh, this podcast Saturday afternoon. Just looking at their results, like they they love a draw. Yeah, just looking at their form. Actually, they they're a bit hit and miss, aren't they? They only had one, <clears throat> only had one win in the last uh, six games, seven. Well, yeah, eight games. They. Yeah. Uh, beat Galston in the FA Cup and then the last game they won in the league was Dartford which was two games ago um, Hemel of course was the game um, that taught, I, I can remember that Taunton played in the FA Cup fourth qualifying round uh, we had to win up there in the replay to get to the first round a few years ago um, that right. was a great result but I didn't I didn't unfortunately go to that game um, I'm just trying to think what's our form like at the moment um on 3G because we've played we played Avely, we played Maidstone on 3G and was it Tombridge? Tombridge. 
I think we've played one, uh, one, one. Uh, played three, one, one, drawn one, lost one. Wasn't Chippenham three G as well? Or is that grass? I think that's grass. Oh, wasn't there, mate? I can't remember. Oh, Merthyr was three G, wasn't it? Merthyr was. Oh, three. Merthyr, yeah, Merthyr away has another draw. So we... Yeah, so we we are um, yeah, we're two draws then, two draws in in all comps, four games in all competitions, two draws, one win, one loss. So it's not awful, to be fair. I I know there's a few other teams that are not particularly happy about playing on 3G. Um, we, I don't know that that Tunbridge 3G was really nice that day, wasn't it? Like when we when we went there, and obviously the performance we put in was was top top draw. Um, that was so let's that was proper bacon. But let's hope for um the more of the same on Saturday. Especially now we've got Mal back. Fingers crossed. Do you think Mal will play? He might not start, but I think he'll come on and give something different to what we've had in the last four or five games. I think he'll surely be involved, will he not? He'll have to be, surely. He'll be involved, yeah. But even if he's coming on at like half time or after 60 minutes or something, because we could use his pace more than anything, because yeah. it'll go up against a tiring defence. And you yeah. can bring him on and run at them. Do you think it would be more like um, an impact striker like Makuti, for example? Probably to start with, but I think the more minutes he gets, the more likely it will be for him to be the main starting striker. Because that's what he started off as mm. uh, in the first two games. He was one of the main guys up front. Yeah, I don't see why now any, it'll be any different. No. Predictions for Saturday? John? Oh, see, I've I've gone quite lame and boring to, to the last few ones, apart from Saturday's one, which didn't even take place. So I'm going to have to go for Exaggerate again and be very strange with a 4-2 Taunton win. What? <laughs> Malachi, Malachi Linton hat trick coming on after 60 minutes. <laughs> oh, baby. And a, and a Grimesy from a corner. Love that. That candy floss has got something in it. Oh, yeah, right. It's not Laced just candy up. floss. I'm buzzing. Uh, Max, prediction. It's difficult. Difficult. Cheers, mate. I am going to go. A 2 1 Taunton win, last minute winner from Ollie Chamberlain. Oh, I'd love that. As I, my heart says 2 1. My heart says 2 1 to Taunton. Um, Your head's one all draw. My head's one all draw. Or oh, my head is score draw. It could be two all, it could be one all. Um, would I take an, a, another away point? I think so. Absolutely. Um, would I love a last-minute winner like Max has just said? That bus ride home is going to be really fun. That's, uh, yeah, uh, what what I hope is is that. I think with a sensible head on, I I think, again, we, uh, we put in another good performance and uh, we make sure we come home with something. So just to write, I'm writing this down. Just to, I'm going to see if we can keep a tally. Jaws, what did you say? Said four two. 
four two. There's, there's honestly no point, John, taking part. Max, you, you said what? Sorry, two one two one. So it's going to be nil nil or four two for me. It's going to be no kind of decent result. Adam, sorry, yours was. Um, put me down. Put me down for two scores. <laughs> you got to uh, go for one. We're going to say two all. Two all. I. We really need to win. We really need to get back to winning ways. Um. My head's well, I tell you what my heart wants. I'm I want a 3 0 win. Bloody hell. Um with what heart wants, I'm gonna have like 17 0. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll uh, be interesting. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say 3 0 Taunton. Love that. Go on, who's scoring? Tell me, tell me who scores. Let me see it. Uh I think we will get Dylan Morgan. Oh yeah. Uh Ollie Chamberlain. Big shout out for Chamberlain tonight. Let's go. And I think Mao will come off the bench. Tall and poise. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I'm excited thinking about it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, news around the club? Quantock Brewery. Quantock Brewery. So, I... Went into the bar um, last night, brief, very briefly, just to take a look at the, all the improvements um, which has been going on. Um, got to give a bit of a shout out to what's going on in there. To be fair, there's now um, an overhead projector. There's two TV screens, um, TNT Sports. Um, Class, isn't it? it was showing uh, what game was on that? Oh, it's a Celtic game. Um, it had the. Didn't it have the Dortmund Newcastle one on before, and then it's yeah, it did. And the Atletico Madrid Celtic whilst Taunton were playing. But can I just say how good it is for them to have that sort of environment back at the club, to have a bar, to have a TV. Um, you know, the fans have asked for this, and the club have given something back. You know, so fair play, fair play to them. You know, it's something that the they've. The fans wanted for a long while. Um, we've now got a good brewery on tap. We've got Sheppies on tap. Max, you had even you even sampled the Quantop Brewery last night, didn't you? Very good. God, he's emotional talking about it. Yeah, he's that good. He's he's choked up. Very very good. You caught a mid cough. <laughs> Max, if you're not ready to talk about it, feel free to just like it's all right. Just, We're all I'm here just, with you, mate. I'm just I'm just gonna go. No, it was it was really really good. Um. I do effects clearing that up. Anyway, moving on. It, it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> it was that good. It was that. It was that good. Um, yeah. Did anyone else take a look last night? But uh, I didn't. Equipment. Oh, uh, you were there, that's obviously. But I tell you what, wasn't. well, is what was good. It's obviously the game was called off on Saturday, um, and I still believe that a few people went down and watched the lunchtime game. I can't think who it was now on Saturday. Um. But there were a few people down there watching that, which which is brilliant, considering considering that obviously the club have lost out on money um, from people coming in the gate on Saturday with the game being called off. Um, having the bar open and people going in there and spending a couple of quid and get, getting a couple of pints, fair play to them. Yeah, absolutely. I think when, especially like the game on Saturday, early game, Fulham Man United. That was it. Yeah. Like when you've got a, a big team playing, obviously in Fulham. 
they um it, like it draws a bit of a crowd so if you can try and tap into that and get people get people there ideally before the game but create that like sports bar environment where you've got good lager on tap good cider on tap you've got two or three screens a projector like it it can become a hub of the community and i i definitely think that's the that's the goal long term um bring like not just from Taunton, but like bring people in from like look at all of us like we we further afield um but ideally th- those people on the doorstep then 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 get them in at the club and and make it make it a place where people want to be spend some time um it's happy days isn't it it is yeah definitely um trying to think what else has happened during the week um obviously the FA trophy draw um been drawn away to Welling so another away trip for uh, for us to uh sample on the bus now talking about Welling before we if go we... off and do anything else you're going to talk about foot manager aren't you no okay I am um, oh I know what Proce- you're going to talk about here proceed this is impressive so I uh decided to start doing a little uh tally like a uh, like a league of kits that we've seen Right, okay. I'm gonna like rate them, and to be honest, Welling is third. We've not seen them. We have. Oh yeah, we have. We played, have them, yeah. we played them at our place. Yeah, yeah, of course. They were in their away kit, so I'm looking forward to seeing their home kit because their home kit, put on all the pictures I've seen, it looks gorgeous. Who was top out of interest at the moment? Is Avery home kit? Oh, I wasn't there. Yeah. Second is Braintree home. I remember the Braintree uh, first day of the season. Yeah, the little I, orange trim on the sleeves. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind nice. of... I've got the weird taste where if it's disgusting, I love it. Yeah. So some of these are horrendous. People have them rock bottom. Whereas me, because they're so bad, I absolutely adore it. It's like the Maidstone one. Didn't go to the game, but I've seen the kit. Uh, we mentioned this last night, Rich. Uh, it's giving us 70, 80, 70, oh, 70s, 80s Dutch vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it, that. And uh, that would be, I'm pretty sure that would be number one, but I haven't seen it, so I can't rate it. It's Yeah, it's Marco van Basten crossed with like yeah. modern, day, modern day Wolves, almost like yeah. those two, those two mixed together. Yeah. It's really yeah. nice. So what I'm, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to get every single kit like print it off and then put them together so I can see them compare side by side. So where would you put, where would you put Streets Kit last night? Streets Kit, it, it was pretty basic. It was what, green and white. Um, but it is better than some of the kits we have seen. Like the la- the bottom of the table, Tunbridge Angels. That is, it's just basic, boring. Yeah. boring. And uh, just above that is Merthyr. Not at all exciting as well. So, it, I think it, it's not going to be streets isn't going to be at the top. It's not going to be in the top half, but it's not going to be at the bottom either. So I'll have to kind of think and see where I'm going to place it. That's all because you talk about Welling and Welling being quite high up in my table. I wanted to go on that. So I'm looking forward to going there and actually seeing their kit in person and then I think, judging it. Do they play their home kits all red in it? It's red with like white lines going down it. Okay, so nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Where does um where does our kit 
I'm not. That ra- table? I'm rating the opposition kits. I'm not rating. Oh, okay. So, just because it's a load of different kits. So Taunton's is Taunton, and on on the spot, now, top. On the spot now. Then, if you had to go first, second, third, home, away, alternate. And what's which, your order? Or is in which one's better? Yeah. Yeah. So, it'll be the yellow kit first. Oh, no, but not then, for me. Then the white, then the home. Okay. Yeah. I, white, home, away. Yeah, I'm rich. White, yeah. home, and away. Yeah, Rich knows what he's on about. Yeah, I, yeah, just, I just, I love yeah, the yellow Sean, one. you are like, you're well I love the yellow one. Right. I'm not, I'm not, not going to argue, it's personal preference, but that yellow one is just... Do you know... Love it. Actually, I went um, with my mum last night across to um, to the club shop um, just to just to take a look at ideas for Christmas and uh, stuff like that, and birthday being right around the corner as well. Um, obviously, the one thing that I would like to get is the white um, the white shirt, but we've sold out. There's no more sizes left um, for the white kit, wow. which is. The only sizes that are left are like double XL or three XL. So there's no spot, there's no small, no medium, no large. So you can tell how popular that kit's become. You know what yeah. you got to do then, Richard? Put on some weight. Bulk up. Yeah, <laughs> you might be able to fit into it then. <laughs> Bulk just for a Tottenham Town shirt. Um, and there was a post on all the socials and the Taunton website yesterday. There is a new date for the Farnborough game. There is. Oh, it's Tuesday night, isn't it? It's Tuesday the 28th. We have got a busy month. It yeah, we have. Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. All month, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so we we play Saturday, Hemel away. Then we Truro away on the Tuesday, 14th. Welling, the 14th. Away on the, Welling away on the 18th. Talkie away on the 21st. Home. Uh, Talkie at home on the 21st. 25th is someone. And then Farnborough's <laughs> now, now the 28th midweek. Yeah. And I think if we two beat games, Welling, Two games a week for a month. Yeah. If we beat Welling, I think that's sandwiched between... That's the 9th. Yeah. 9th of December. What, the, the FA Trophy game? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, because in December you've got the second row away to Eastbourne and then the nineteenth row away to Haven. Sixteenth, sorry. Yeah, and we got we play Western on the twelfth. Yeah, so it'll be the ninth would be that's when the FA trophy games are. Oh, if if we beat Welling, you mean if we beat sorry. Welling. Yeah, yeah, I see yeah. what you mean. Yeah. You you mean you mean when we beat Welling. Oh, come on, guys. Yeah, so it's it's Another Welling on Welling on the eighteenth. Welling on the 18th, Torquay on the 21st, then it's Worthing on the 25th. And yes. I so if, yeah, if we win that, if we win that FA Trophy game, we're Saturday, Tuesday until the 16th of December. <laughs> Saturday, Tuesday for six weeks. <laughs> That's mental. Lovely. Lovely. If that was Premier League, you'd have you'd have the player saying Mate, you have Jurgen Klopp absolutely blowing his lead. Honestly, they'd they'd be going mental, but the boys are playing non-league. They just get on with it. And they've got yeah, day jobs it or whatever. It's, league, it? it's crazy. I love it's it. Proper football, isn't it? I'll tell you what. I'm so looking forward to the Torquay game. Are you actually going to that one then? 
<laughs> I think I read on Twitter that I, I don't know why it popped up on my on my Twitter page or X or whatever you want to call it, but they've they've sold a good amount of tickets for that game as well, haven't they? I spoke to Kev last night and they've sold six hundred and twelve. Fair play. And they're on about asking for more. Wow. Um I mean, we, we we all kind of knew that, like, having big clubs like Yeovil and Tolkien was going to give us some paydays this season. Yeah, yeah. That's that, what hopefully, about. that hopefully is, like, 1,500 through the gate that night then, isn't it? Guess need to get more home fans down. That's what they're asking for. Guess need to get the word out there, lads. Um, and obviously, we're trying our best on socials and stuff, but guess to fill the terrace. My yeah, question man. to you with that is, though, are, is the product we're offering exciting for the casual fan of course it is what more do you what more do you like I said last night what more do you want from football there's a food village which isn't just burger and chips there's a bar there's three bars on the ground now we have the main football club bar um you know the what I would call the peacock club which used to be with the TV with both two TV screens we've got the um, the little oh, I don't know what it's like the horse box sort of bar which is oh yeah yeah I know the one you mean yeah Um. so that they got that one and now where's the tipsy show yeah mm. they've now got uh, Sheppy's outside bar love that down by the down by the dressing room well one thing I love is you, you could you can come to Taunton 20 quid right and you that 20 quid note will get you into the ground and we'll either get you like a bit of food or a couple of drinks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you brought 30 quid, you can have everything. And 30 quid, all right, it's, it's quite a bit of money, whatever. Um, but you can go to some grounds, like we've been to some away grounds this year, and they're sort of like 18, 20 quid just to get in. Yeah. And then if you're closer to London and whatever, where you're used to paying six, seven, eight quid for a drink, all of a sudden you've gone there, you've spent 20 six quid 28 quid and you've got a ticket to watch your team and a and a watered down beer well every away game me and john take it in turns when we get set up in the press box and stuff we go to the bar grab us up a drink the most expensive round we've had so far was chelmsford yeah that doesn't surprise me at all i'm glad you were paying for that one yeah they right. were they were 18 <laughs> quid to get in as well weren't they that's like yeah. i know it's only 18 four quid. quid i know it's only four quid difference over like one game but that, when you that, think if you exactly you have 23 yeah, league that, home games but let's be honest that 18 quid is actually 20 quid let's be honest because you've got you're not paying you're not taking 18 quid you to go in you're taking 20 quid mm. let's yeah, be honest, that, so that's 20 quid entrance two quid change that ain't going to get you anything that's not going to get you that's not maybe i might get you a can of coke and that's it yeah. if you're at all but like some grounds two quid's not going to get you a can of coke hey if that that two quid at all and that can get you a bag of donuts that can, to be fair. I should think it was three quid. They were awesome. That two though. quid, right? That two quid at Tournament, you pay 14 quid to get in, two quid to two quid for a bag of donuts. You still got four quid left, you get a beer with that. Candy like, floss. That's that, that candy floss. Candy floss. <laughs> like, Love I it. just if you want to make a day of it, like fantastic. There what a go. place to be. Does yeah. anyone see if we've got any questions this week? We haven't. We haven't. Yeah, we had that question. We had that question last uh, left over from last. Oh, week. I have the belt of a question. 
this is the this is the one that's gonna go and uh, cause a few conversation starters, I think. This um what what time are we on for recording here, by the way? Um and probably about forty five minutes this we got Yeah, we go around and off of this. Plus I'll say this. I can I can edit it down, don't worry. This so I feel like the best way to run through this. So if we're picking our twenty six man squad for the Euros, is that what we're talking we, we about here? I think it'll be a twenty man. I was it twenty three what do we say twenty three man for twenty six? Not confirmed yet. It's not confirmed yet, but the the World Cup in Qatar was 26, and I fully anticipate UEFA to follow the same model. Yeah. So we got asked a question last week, just to to reiterate, we got asked a question last week. Is it um, coming home? Is it coming home for the Euros next year for England? And so I caused a bit of upset by saying about a certain player is going to be in the starting 11, and so we've now given each other homework to pick 26-man squad. So how are we going to do this then, lads? Well, I'll just say, I gave the homework out and I was the last one to finish it because I finished it whilst we were setting up this podcast. I I feel like that says a lot about you, John. I feel like... I did that at school, like yeah, wait for I the should... teacher to come in. I'm scribbling down answers, you know. <laughs> so the, the way I think we best run this through is we go goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, forwards. Okay, I think that's our best way. So goalkeepers, I I am I am confident three, in saying all four of us have picked the same three names. Absolutely. So David John, James, John, oh. <laughs> John, who you got in goal? David Seaman. Uh, Nigel Martin, Tim Flowers, and uh, is it bad? I only know one of those names that you said. <laughs> oh, wow, you were Wait, no, two. I know David James and David Seaman, and that's it. Don't even know Tim Flowers. He he was Gloucester manager a while back, wasn't he? Ian Walker, no, oh, Stuart Taylor, Max. shut up, Max. Right, so your three goalkeepers for your Euro <laughs> squad, John Pickford, <clears throat> Ramsdale, Pope. Adam. Agree, no, exactly the same. Yep. Let's be honest, if all three of those, those lads are fit, they should be on that plane. Absolutely. There's no reason why you should be taking another goalkeeper unless injury. someone between now and then has an absolute blinder and there's an injury. Not someone has a blinder or there's an injury. You've got to have both. Breaking, right. news, breaking news on Sky Sports. Um, Gareth Southgate has apparently been watching Dan Lappacombe. <laughs> uh, great goalkeeper. He's a, he's a penalty specialist after last night. Get him in. <laughs> I think to be fair, that's what England need. Yeah, have... I mean. um, yeah. If I read you out my defenders, right, yeah, yeah. of which I have nine, I've got ten. Yeah, I've got ten. Just, just run through them. Yes, or no. John Stones. Yes. 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 Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yes. Yes. Kyle no. Walker. Whoa, whoa, yes. whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, hey, yeah, sorry, hold on, Rich. No Trent. He's not a defender in my book. Oh, so you've got me. Oh, so you've got me midfielders. Okay, okay. Adam, carry on. We we are about to have a half hour, like, this is about to take over the entire rest of the podcast. I was off. I was walking out the door. Adam was gone. You said Carl Walker. Carl Walker. Harry Maguire next. He's going to go, man. He's going to go. We we didn't say who we thought Southgate was going to take. We were saying our England squad. Okay, okay. I'd still take him. I would would not take Harry Maguire. Go on then, Adam. Kieran Trippier. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I'm so glad you're not the gaffer, Max. Nope. Mark Gahey. Yeah. Yeah. No. Reese James. Yes. Yeah. Wow. 
Levi Colwell. Yeah. And Lewis Dunk. Yeah. Love no. That. Those are my nine centre backs. I've got, nine I haven't got Dunk, but I love that. I've got three that you've Good not shot. mentioned. So I've got a few. Just let can I just let me just explain that. There is no recognised left back in those defenders. Right? Yeah. I am well aware I've named four right backs out of nine defenders, four of them. Oh, are right you gonna do a pure Southgate and play like Trent on the left? So Obviously, either Trippier might. I think with Livramento at Newcastle now, Trippier might find himself at left back potentially. But Levi Colwell, Levi Colwell, and Lewis Dunk are both left-footed centre backs as well, and I think that's a bit of a massive. I think no, no, no. I think that opens us up to a three-five-two. John, who are some players you that weren't mentioned? So I got uh, Tamori. I don't think yeah, he'll play, but show. I think he'll go. He'll go. Luke Shaw. I've got Luke no, Shaw. He won't go. And Ben Chilwell. Yeah, I had Chilwell. So oh my God. the left backs that Adam didn't have. Is Luke Shaw playing at United? He's injured at the moment, but I I'm so, I, I would still take him. Could you not take him for just pure tournament experience? I'm I'm taking him because I think he's our best left back. Yeah. I think I might have the most controversial backline choices here. So I'll run you through my defence. So, John Stones. Yeah. yeah. Levi Colwell. Yeah. Ben White. I nope. don't think he'll play for Southgate. Right. Anyway, carry on. This, yeah, this that's, is my England squad. This isn't... That's out. This yeah, is my outrageous. England squad. Mark Gwehi. Dan Byrne. Oh, he, I don't think he's going to go. Mainly because Dan Burn, I think he, a, he's he's versatile. He yeah, he's got he, a he's, spinal injury now, so he's out into the summer. He's going to be uh, out. Well, I I didn't know that, so <laughs> we'll pretend like that didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> Reese James, Kyle Walker, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Chilwell, and left field shout Rico Henry. I mean, not young, possible. exciting left wing back who I think. Could be challenging Chilwell and Colwell for that left back spot. And yes, I'm playing Colwell left back in this scenario because Southgate's not going to move from his fullback. John, what was your defensive line? Um, Shaw, Stones, Maguire, Trippier. Yeah. That's pretty much the same as me. No different. It's Walker, Shaw. Stones, Maguire, Gahey, Trippier, Colwell, Dunk. But then I've got three defensive midfielders. Go on, um, who are they? Tr- uh, Trent, Rice, Phillips. I mean, I have the same players, but I, Trent Trent won't play midfield for England. Not at a tournament. Do you not think? Not a chance. We might play an invert fullback and find himself in midfield. Gareth Southgate, that I do not think there's any way Gareth Southgate will say to Trent, you're playing on the right side of a midfield three. Not, no chance in hell. Not in the tournament. Maybe in like, it, in qualifying if, matches or something. But in a Yeah, when we play, when we, in a qualifying match, when we play like Malta or whatever. Okay. San Marino. Um, yeah. I, that's, I love Trent. I love him. But it's a tough sell. If you don't play that role for your club and there's question marks over him defensively as well. And... Being a, like a Liverpool fan, 
he's actually playing really well at right back for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I, he, I don't think he'll start for England, though. Uh, so. I'll go through my midfield to start with then. Um, yeah. I've got, I can't believe I almost forgot him. Saka, um, right. Madison, the Ballon d'Or winner next year, Jude Bellingham. I've uh, actually forgotten Madison, haven't you? Nah, no, I haven't. <laughs> oh, I've got Madison. I've got Madison. Uh, Grealish, Foden, Sterling, James Ward Prowse. Yeah. So I, I've just taken James Ward Prowse out. Sorry, James Ward Prowse, if you're listening, but I've, I've he's, just cut him. He's so good. I, I've cut him. Southgate he's won't just, take him, but he's so he's good. He's just been cut. Uh, Jozza, your midfield. Well, uh, so all I'm taking is Bellingham, Rice, Foden, Saka, James Ward Prowse. Sterling, Grealish, Phillips. I'm not taking Madison. There's someone here I think you've both missed that I think will definitely Can I go. give you my midfield? Go on, Max. Declan Rice. Yeah. Jude Bellingham. James Madison. James Ward-Prowse. Barry Eze. Oh. Sean Longstaff. <laughs> Bill Foden. And Jack Bye, Grealish. <laughs> no? Yeah, so... Neither, I don't think Rich or John, you didn't say Phil Foden, did you? Yeah. Didn't say Phil. Yeah, I said Foden. Was, oh, right. Okay. There's now, someone I'm else. Saka. I mean, he's not said Saka because he's in me attackers. I'll preface this, this now. He's in me attackers. I'm hoping a, for this guy. That, is there anyone that we've missed out that you've picked Adam or not? I think yeah, I know who Adam's going with. I, I, might, I might have put there's him as a two. striker. You might have, but there's two. So mine are Declan Rice, Makayo Saka, Jude Bellingham, Calvin Phillips, Raheem Sterling, Jack Grealish, Phil Foden, James Madison, late shout, and then the two not ropey ones, because I do feel like they both go. One is Jared right. Bowen. Jared Bowen. I've got him as yeah. a striker. Yeah. He, he he will go. Yeah. And the other one is Jordan Henderson. He and shouldn't go. Wait, 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 wait. He will wait, go. Wait. You're not wrong. Wait. wait. I don't think wait. he should. You only don't think he should because he plays in Saudi Arabia, right? Not at all. I think there are better options. Okay. Fair I don't enough. care where he plays. He could play in Taunton's squad. I don't think he should be going because there's better players in the midfield than... I, I genuinely feel that success breeds success, right? So when you've got players that have been there, done it, S- that success, creates... Success in the Middle East. No... He's won everything like, with Liverpool. Like you could. Bloke's win. got a tattoo of his leg of him lifting the Champions League trophy, mate. Like you do that, you turn off FIFA on your Xbox and go to bed. Do you know what I mean? You can't. You can't badmouth Jordan Anderson hey. for what he's achieved in the game. Not at all. Hey, I won the Champions League with Bromley. I'll have you know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but that's save. Oh, I've lost. Restart. 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 Jordan, Jordan hey. Anderson. Jordan Anderson won't probably won't play. Probably no. won't play. And it like that's why he left Liverpool because he's, okay. he's not going to play. But. For his country, he will go there and he will play a supporting role, be big okay. in the dressing room. Put him on the coaching staff, then. Yeah, but he still has a role to play. If we're, like, protecting a 1-0 lead, right? Say we're 1-0 Sean up. Longstaff, we... mate. Yeah, exactly. You're a choice between Jordan <laughs> Anderson and Sean Longstaff. I know I'm picking I would take Longstaff, personally. Mate, Eddie Howe wouldn't pick Sean Longstaff if Sandro Tonali wasn't, like, back in the early kickoff. Yeah, but Sandro Tonali and Henderson are two very different quality of players at the moment. Yeah, but that, we, we're comparing Longstaff and Henderson, not Tonali and Henderson. Yeah, but we're talking what? current Henderson and Longstaff. Yeah, it's it's somewhat close, but 
Obviously, Brian Jordan Anderson, yeah, no chance. But my, he my is, boy, he's, he's out of his prime. My well, boy, Jordan Anderson's well. going. He's I going. wouldn't take him mainly because, the, like I said, he'd probably be James Ward-Prowse. That would be the one missing out for Jordan yeah. Henderson. And I'd yeah. rather James Ward-Prowse. In my, my own personal opinion. My personal opinion, I think Henderson's passed it. I think he's passed it. Don't get me wrong. I think he's passed it. I'm as but big he's fan going. Boy. But, but he's but going he's for going. purely the, what he brings upstairs. Do you not think as well that he'll go because he'll end up being like what Connor Cody was at Qatar? Because obviously Connor Cody, Connor Cody went, but, but apparently he's like so influential in the dressing room. Hence the reason why he went to the tournament. I think you, when you go to a tournament, and it's it's this it's the stuff that people don't see. So you train, you play the game. You train, you play the game. You're in the hotel. You ain't got your family there. Like Jordan Anderson yeah. is 33. He has that experience. He can bring other people through that are younger. Some people's first tournaments, just relax them. Just like take the pressure off people. People will look at him. Like in the last Euros, all right, whenever that was, 21, it's a couple of years ago. And he was probably maybe top of his powers, slightly going down the hill a little bit. And he had like he had a really good tournament, and I think Southgate will side with experience there, and a hundred percent name him in the team. My strikers are uh, obviously Kane, yeah, um, Ollie Watkins, yeah, Rashford, Callum Wilson, oh. and my surprise pick of the lot, who I think is going to going to come in and set the world alight when he's able to play is Ivan Tony. Yeah. So I've, I've not picked Ivan Tony mainly because I don't know how well he's what he's done during his band time. He's from from, from I think you can sort of I think it's on his Instagram he's been training like pretty but I don't have hard. him on Instagram so I wouldn't know. But he's been training pretty hard from I am um... so like but also at the same I think his mind might be in the I want to move to Arsenal or Chelsea or where. So his mindset might mind be, be there. If he I doesn't get a move, important. yeah. If he doesn't get a move, I don't think he will go because I don't think he will. Um, yeah, I don't think he'll come back the same player as what he left because I think he's there's a lot of hype about him going to Arsenal. The other side of that is if he goes to Arsenal, he's going to replace Eddie or Ketter. anyone else or anyone he's, else really. Well, yeah, yeah. Has anyone but, got any strikers that a surprise pick? I've I've gone for no. Tony over Rashford. I've got Rashford over Tony. I've got some surprises, boys. Jesus Christ! Just, just to be different, this is Ricky Lambert. We've got, we've got <laughs> Lambert, Butler, Benson, Bridges, and uh, Crouch. So here's my attackers. So Mark I did have, I did have Greenish in this section, but he's gone midfielder. So I've only actually got five attackers. Only okay. So, Pekaya Saka. Golden Virginia up top. Emil Hesky. Ivan Tony. Ollie Watkins. And I know I'm going to get flack for this. Anthony Gordon. I actually don't mind that. Anthony Gordon. I think if he can continue the form he's currently on. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I think he's going to have a standout season. What position would you play him in? On the wing. Yeah, you'd play him wide, wouldn't you? But. Look at all the other no, options we've got. I've only taken three strikers. Bit, looking at all the other options we've got for wingers. Rashford, out of form. Sterling, out of form. 
all of them are out of form. I, and I just, I think you, I, I want to, I would take youth. I'd 100% have Anthony Gordon over Marcus Rashford at the moment. I would, absolutely. And yet you you've you said that, Adam, but you also go on about how Jordan Henderson can bring in the yeah, experience, but I, which... I, I agree with Adam. Rashford. I agree with Adam. For a while as well. Um, and the Henderson I don't, thing. I don't, but, think, I don't think Marcus Rashford has the same... He's uh, not the same power as Jordan Henderson. If you're going to talk no, star power, you're going to talk experience, influence in the dressing room... Rashford if Marcus, if Marcus Rashford, if he gets taken to the Euros, and like, and I see that, and my name's Dwight McNeil, I'm raging. <laughs> I'm, I'm livid if I'm Dwight. Why McNeil is he looking. even in the conversation? Where does he come out of? Because he's on par with Marcus Rashford. Is he though? Yeah. At the moment, yeah. A Barry Eze, I would take a Barry Eze over Marcus Rashford. Anthony Gordon, have. Max. Anthony Gordon's actually a really good shout. Thank You've, you mate. I'm, I, you I have was... taken like bloody half a Newcastle squad. I'm sure you'd have tried Miguel Almiron if you could. Tell you but, what, that's, but that's because I... Newcastle are playing well. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like they, they're playing well, they're playing good football, and they're near the top of a near the top of a tip uh, near the top of a table. Yeah, near the top of a table. They're playing good football. They are winning games. So why wouldn't you take? take plenty of that squad. You know, you're talking about taking Man United players. They're, what, ninth, 10th playing poorly at the moment. Why would you take United players over Newcastle players at the moment? Just because you're talking experience. Why would you take Luke Shaw over Dan Byrne? I think you need to take the L Etifac players and look at Jordan Anderson. Anyway. <laughs> it somehow turned into the England podcast. Yeah, sorry. All right. Here's another England question just to throw at you, which won't take as long to think about. When Southgate eventually leaves, Eddie Howe. Yeah. No. Who would you want as manager? Max. Graham Potter. Adam, you're going for Eddie Howe? I would have I would have two names. One would be Eddie Howe. Um Depend. I think Southgate will leave after the summer, and I really don't think Eddie Howe will leave Newcastle at that time. I think it's too early for him. Yeah. So, person, I wouldn't be distraught and giving it to would be Brendan Rodgers. Yep. What are you on? Brendan Rodgers is good, mate. What are you on? I think the issue with Brendan is transfers, and as he don't has to do with any of England, he might be all right. I think uh, I think Brendan Rodgers is a really good coach. Um, I think he's. I think he's. Um, I think it's easy just to short side it and be like, "Oh yeah, he was at Leicester and they didn't do that well." But you could also look at it and be like, "Leicester won the FA Cup." Like he was. At, he's obviously at Celtic now. That I mean, is it? Is it, is it a great achievement to win the league? But yeah, is it the easiest manager? But it's also it's also managing a fan base. And expectation, which I don't think Graham Potter has done, or well, Eddie Howe's done it at Newcastle. I, think but... I, I look at Potter, and I think he's the perfect FA manager. You know, I think if you... well, he speaks well. He he will he won't do anything controversial. I also think it's too early in his career, Graham Potter. I also think like he's had he's had 
the Brighton job, who did really well. Chelsea job were not great circumstances. He needs another club job, really. Yeah. He needs to go in somewhere and, and have a little club job. I'd love to see him go mm-hmm. somewhere and and he, he might even be like, bloody, if Eddie Howe got it, Graham Potter might even be like his replacement. You don't know. I tell you, you should get it. Neil Warnock. Give Shut it up. a pep. Give it a pep, yeah. 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 Like yeah, Jose? Jose Mourinho? I don't, I, don't like, I don't think I don't think Jose would do well with international football. I think he's I th- he's, a, think he's, he's a club man. No, I, think, I think he's perfect for it. I think he'd do well, but I think he'll rather do Portugal. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, well, yeah. I, mean, reason. I, but, I look at does a manager want to manage England? Do you want that? I mean, there is a lot of media pressure that comes exactly. with that job compared to Club. A lot of pressure from fans because, like, let's be honest, we're pretty over expectations with pretty much every Im- tournament. Could you imagine Tyndall being his number two though? Because he's bound to be Eddie oh, be brilliant. So funny. Tyndall, <laughs> brilliant. Like, Tyndall lift, lifted brilliant. the World Cup trophy. He'd oh. lift it before Eddie Howard. Yeah, he lifted it before any of the players. <laughs> He'd be straight over it. Just imagine if, like, I don't know, Zidane takes over France or something like that, and Tinder and Tinder and Zidane go face to face. It'd be <laughs> hilarious. Tinder's I'd like, pay such good money for that. Do you know what, boys? We could talk about England. I think I think we need a special podcast when it comes to the Euros about our prospects and stuff. To be honest, the migrating peacocks. The migrating peacocks. Oh, oh, oh God! We've got a title. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. We're branching out. We're evolving. All I all I want is that I want the uh, Taunton the Taunton bus is coming. I think we've got a new theme tune. The Taunton bus is coming and everybody's jumping. <laughs> and John be bothered to edit that. from Tunbridge Absolutely. to somewhere else. That could be the chant. I, I've got a question for you three. Yeah, and it brings us back to the podcast, and it might meet it together nicely. I feel like now this is what number episode four. Four. Okay. So one at a time. John, you go first. Oh, yeah. Put me on because the spot. It, because it's your pod. Oh, I'm delaying. I'm allowing you time to think. But oh, I haven't actually delivered the question yet, so I don't actually know what you're thinking about. <laughs> um, I want you to put yourself in a position where we can have the dream guest. Right? Number one guest. I think we're, we're four episodes in. I think we've got a bus journey Saturday. We could potentially do a little bit of tapping up little bit of like oh what are you doing Wednesday night boys fancy it the person you... the person I'd want isn't going to be on the bus Zealand's not going to be there <laughs> Zealand. Zealand would be a lot of fun to talk to we uh I reckon we can make that happen I mean I've asked Max to tweet him Max has quite a few times and we've had no reply yet so I haven't tweeted him specifically about the podcast. Well, all you got to do then, Matt, us on red. slide on, into his DMs and give him the choice. Who would... oh, I, I think that, that's, that's my homework. Yeah, yeah. slide yeah. into Zealand's DMs. <laughs> who would your choice be, Max, quickly? Yeah, no. I know who I would want. Yeah, go you on. Go first, Rich. Who do you want? I really want to talk to Lloyd Irish. You can do that in a match day, Matt. There's a, there's a few stories there, isn't there? I, I mean, think, I'm going to have to get the swear jar going with the sensor think, button and everything if he comes on. I think with Lloyd, because he is club captain. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
considering how many years he's been here, I think he's got a story to two to tell about when he first came in, um, when we were battling relegation division in the Division One South, um, and where the club's grown. I think he's a he's a good one to talk to. Yeah, definitely, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I think someone like that they can talk about the changes at the club. Um, that my guest, I, I'd love to get Kev on, Kev or Carl or whatever. Um, maybe yeah, for both great, of them. Great just, step. just, just to talk about like the progression of the club on and off the pitch, but then also talk about like further progression as well. Um, yeah. because it's definitely a club that's not standing still. We talked about the, um, the changes obviously in the clubhouse and and just the ongoing facilities and things like that. Even little things like getting different equipment for Peacock's radio, that wasn't there a year ago. Like eighteen months ago, Peacock's radio didn't exist, and six now months it's... ago, it didn't exist. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Do you know what I mean? So it was rich I, on Twitter. I, yeah, rich on Twitter. Rich on Twitter. I, I, I think getting someone in that can that can talk about the change of the club. Lloyd Irish is a really good one because it ticks the box of like a player as well. Do you know what I mean? And and he yeah. can can talk yeah. about talk about that that side of it that not all of us not all of us have experienced. But yeah, there's um there's there's a lot of good things that have happened and a lot of good things that will happen in the future. And I think someone to come on and, and vocalize that'd be really good. I'll tell you what would be a nice little angle as well. I'm, I, I I know he does listen. Um, I would love to get a fan's point of view and also not, maybe not talk about um, just football, but there's a good supporter who listens quite often to our way game coverage is one of a mate of mine from football is Ian Wood, but he's going through a hell of a lot at the moment. He's, um, lots of stuff and he's sorting himself out. But I think as well, I think he would have a nice angle on it because he's been a, a fan for so long and he uses the football club as his like community of friends and like my support group. Yeah, uh, I love that. Like mental health and stuff like that. And yeah, it's class. Our community of fans and friends become more than that. I think that'd be a nice little angle. Yeah, 100% agree. 100% agree. He um, Does he does come to home games? He's season ticket holder. Love that. Let's get him on. Let's get him on. Well, if he wants to come on, yeah. yeah let's. I, I think oh, John, it's obviously your baby, but like ha- having having people having people talk about their experience of Taunton and how that resonates with people. Like, there's three quarters of us here can only talk about what's happened in the last three months. Obviously, Rich bit bit longer. But someone that's been coming years and years and years and and. They can talk about what they like as a fan, do you know what I mean? And what they what they want to see going forward and what they want the team to do and the club to be like. And yeah, I think that feedback from the fans gives them a voice, fantastic. But it also then gives us like you're giving us the answers as the club, John. I say us, like as in like the wider us. I think but, I think as well, there's other there's other fans to like look at. For example, there's Andy, um Yeah. Uh, yeah, Andy be a good one. Andy Stark. Andy Stark, organised. Yeah, that, I reckon he'd, he'd be a good one. Um, he's, he's, he's a top bloke, Andy. Greg, um, who doesn't miss a game, that kid has been... I've known Greg for a few years and he hasn't missed an away game in in ages. He's a young lad and he's, you know, if you cut him open, I think he'll bleed, he'll bleed claret and blue. Um, yeah, there's, there's other people. I think fan-wise, it'd be great to have on. Player-wise... Yeah, I would love to get Lloyd on. I'd love to get obviously Grimesy on, talk about his influence as a captain. Um, Callum Dolman said he's keen. He did actually. He said he was keen last night. Yeah. I'll tell you someone I'd, I'd love to get on. 
I'd love to get uh, Debbie Gold on. She's been with the club a, very, a long time. She's been around other clubs as well. Yeah. So I think she's she's probably got a story or two. And she's very it, it's, wise as well, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's, good she's a lovely, lovely lady. Yeah. Really, she's, really nice to me when I was coming in. And also, it's, it's, it'd be nice to know what football looks like behind the lens. Oh, nice angle. Oh, man. Oh, Rich, I love that. Oh, love that well. smells like a hat trick for you, bud. A hat trick of titles. Oh, for God's sake. And now I'm going to say. Oh, for God's sake. I, I, I've, I've surely week. got the line of not all heroes wear capes, but some of them will have mustaches. No, 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 no I don't know. Don't count. No, Charlie, Charlie Dimmock is up there as well. Oh, no, for Charlie Dimmock. I don't. I don't want to get accused of having an ego by having all the titles about me. I know I'm in. I know I'm incredible, and I'm really good at my job. And You're everyone not getting loves me, but I don't need to be ego. told of it. Wait, everyone knows you've already got an ego. I was going to say, there's no accusation. <laughs> I have not got an ego. I'm just the best at what I do. Right, so not what, the best. I'm in the top one. What I'll say now is, if you are listening and you do want to get involved, come on to the podcast. Have a chat with us. Tell us Ryan Reynolds, if you're listening, um, yeah, we'd love us, to have you on. Tell us y- your side of the club, your memories, what you think, etc. Drop us a message on any of the socials on the Taunton Town supporters page or Peacock Radio Twitter slash X page. You can message me, Rich, Adam, Max on any of our own our own socials if you don't want to put it on. You know anything taunt and rage? You can message us. Just let us know if you want to get involved, and we'll have discussions. Good way to end it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Say that's goodbye, Rich. Goodbye. Goodbye, all. Goodbye, Adam. Goodbye. And Maxwell. Hello. He mustache. <laughs> Little slice of peacocks in your pocket. <laughs>